You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Sitting Ringside. This is episode number 184. As always, I am Robert Villa, and my host today is Rudy Lars, Mark Andrew Miller, and Anik Subramanian. How's it going, Father? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got the crowd cheering on us. Love it. That's what's up. Cheering on uh, Anik. Thank you so much for being a uh, guest co-host tonight, man. Really do appreciate it. Um, you are one of our uh, wonderful writers at Fight Book MMA and uh, correspondents that uh, pretty heavy on the PFL uh, uh, side of the uh, content uh, distribution here at FightBookMMA.com. So really do appreciate all your hard work, brother. Um, uh, before we get started, man, uh, let's start off with a quick shout out. To HKUSA, go to HKUSA.com. Check them out. Support them. They support us. They support a lot of fighters. So go and check them out. Also to FoxHoundField.com. Go to FoxHoundField.com. Use our discount code for 20% off your uh, purchases. Our code is in all caps, F-B-M-M-A. Also, to all the fellas out there, you want to have some nice underwear, go to John Tyler, johntyler.com, or go to our website. At the very bottom, you see our supporters. Hit his uh, logo and use our discount code for 20% of all your purchases, in all caps, FIGHTBOOK. Also, to all our uh, promotions that we work with very closely, uh, PFL is one of them, Brave Combat Federation, go check them out. They have a Banging, banging event happening this weekend. Um, also to XFN, Fight World MMA, and so on. Go check them out. And to our live stream uh, partners, Flow Combat, Fight TV, ESPN Plus, The Zone, and MMA TV. 
All right, guys, let's do the quick rundown of our uh, events that's happening this weekend in the MMA Kickboxing Grappling Muay Thai event. Uh, August 11th, we have Bellator 298, Storley versus Ward. Also, UFC on ESPN 51, Luque versus Dos Anjos. And, of course, Brave Combat Federation 73, uh, Jose Torres. A good friend of ours at Fightbook and at Sitting Ringside has been on our show numerous times. He is going to be fighting this weekend against Nikosi in Bele. In the boxing bare knuckle slap fighting category, we have BKFC 48, which is going to be here in my hometown in Albuquerque. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go and cover that event, but I will Ooh. have the uh, live results at the website. Also live on ESPN Plus in Glendale, Arizona on August 12th, we have a title fight. Emmanuel Navarrete versus Oscar Valdez. They are fighting for Navarrete's WBO Junior lightweight titles. Also, we have another title fight, which is on the 12th, but in Maryland, Oxen Hill. It's going to be live on Showtime. Emmanuel Rodriguez versus Melvin Lopez. They are fighting for the vacant IBF bantamweight title. And since David's not here, I have the privilege of saying that if you're not watching every single fight, tweeting every single fight, doing everything that you can to possibly support every single fight that's happening this weekend, and you're not doing it, you're not a real fight fan. Not a real fight fan, folks. Not a real fight fan. You and if we're not doing, doing what you really? Gotta be doing, you got to be doing the, the Fuck It Friday challenge every single weekend. And every single day that there's a fight, you know, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you got to extend that bucket Friday challenge. It's a challenge for a reason, folks. Doesn't mean that you just do it on Fridays. <laughs> not, you're right? not a real fight fan. You're not. You're not a real fight fan. Um, guys, as I mentioned, we have a guest host here, Anik. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, tell us a little about yourself, man. Yeah, man. So let me tell you, I'm a lifelong sports fan. Um, when my dad came to America, the closest thing to cricket was baseball. And uh, we're on the East Coast, so we're Yankee fans. Um, diehard Yankee fan. Um, when COVID happened, I was in college and uh, I was really lost without sports. Like sports is my easiest talking point. I've always had an interest and I've always been talking about sports. Um and then I saw UFC 249 was coming up. This was uh, Tony Ferguson against Justin Gaethje. Um, the only MMA fight I watched before that was Khabib and McGregor at UFC 229. So that Ferguson and um, Gaethje fight, I was watching the embedded episodes, and I just got, like, drawn in. And the way I really got to learn about each fighter was every card. If there was a fighter I knew and he fought someone new, I would learn about that new fighter. And then i just keep following their fights. I want to say, and like I used to write for the high school paper and some close friends of mine, they're like, dude, why don't you write about it? Right. Cause like, I want to say this was like 2022 summer. And I had a lot of thoughts out off of the main event between Armand Sarukian and Mateus Gamrat. Mm -hmm. And I started writing about it. It's been a year at Fightbook MMA as of last, this is past August 3rd. So yep. yeah, I mean, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Happy anniversary. So yeah, I mean, you know, uh, writing is a part-time thing in my life. Hopefully mm -hmm. one day full-time, but yep. yeah, fingers crossed. And fingers crossed, right? For all of us, but yeah, like, uh, love the fights and, uh, excited to keep learning more. Yeah, man. When, uh, when you reached out that you wanted to, uh, write, you know, I was like, hell yeah. I mean, 
I always like to give everybody an opportunity. This is the reason why I created this platform. Um, we've had a lot of uh, writers go on to big things, you know, getting hired on to other bigger media outlets or to even their own local uh, media outlets. So it's pretty cool to see uh, the transition from working with or, or writing for Fight Book MMA. I mean, yeah, it is work, but, you know, we're not getting paid. So, um, <laughs> but it's still work, you know, but it's fun work, just like how we do with our podcast. Exactly. All our sponsors that goes straight to the to the stream. I mean, there we I don't ever see the money. It goes straight to paying for the the live stream and for the podcast and everything that we're doing here. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's fun. It's it's we get to talk to a lot of amazing people that we never thought that we would be able to do, um, and it's because of the platform that we have. So, um, again, man, your your been consistent and it's been uh, you know a year and man I can't believe it's been a year bro yeah no man time flies and I'm so grateful for you guys because uh you know outside of you know working hard day job rest of life like this does give me a lot of purpose so I really do enjoy it so I'm very grateful for you guys and uh let's keep uh this is where I started in MMA and it's awesome so let's keep going and uh we got some big PFL events some big things i know like lately i've been like going more into pfl because i've had like the most access and i've really enjoyed it so you know let's let's keep doing this hell yeah man well guys we had ufc and espn 50 last week um it was a i don't know what what, what is your guys's grade on on the fight uh, we'll start with you rudy i give it a five yeah it was uh it was not uh i don't know man it was very lackluster towards the end um i don't know I just a lot of this event i really didn't enjoy it was boring yeah you know it wasn't like there i mean was a lot yeah, of decisions there, bro there, there was, was a, a lot, lot of decisions, decisions and it was just there was you know it fizzled out at the end and and then the uh the boxing event that was just expected and boring as fuck i don't know man it was a very uneventful weekend of fights if if those were your go-tos i saw some other events which were better than this so <laughs> combate yeah. global was even better and that was on a sunday yeah it was so so you know shout out to combate another uh, friend of the show um uh, it's uh it's always cool to talk to them but yeah i mean um we look at this event last week and, you know, usually after a, excuse me, after a pay-per-view, um, a lot of these uh, couple of fight nights are like bangers, you know, and um, this was just not one of them. No. Uh, it was, you know, um, it was expected of a lot of these fights that we predicted that who was going to win and we pretty much were on the spot of, of who won and who was going to lose. Um, like Tatiana Suarez. I mean, we all knew that she was going to win, even though it's been a long time since she, uh, you know, hasn't fought. But just knowing how she is and not being undefeated. I think the two two biggest surprises of that event were Corey Sanhagen's wrestling. I didn't expect him to do that shit. And oh, right? pull a Damian Maya. <laughs> um, and number two was Carlston Harris, dude. Performance of the night, and rightfully so, 
he was a huge underdog. I think maybe the biggest might have been the biggest underdog on this card. No, actually, no, it wasn't. He was a my, a plus one forty underdog, so it wasn't that bad. But um, Tapology, everybody had Jeremiah Wells winning this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. We all did too. I yeah, think. I did, man, and I didn't give Carlson a, a chance. And <laughs> I still did pretty good on Tapology, though, so I'm happy. Big mistake, dude. Carlson Harris. That was that was a good fight, man. As long as it lasted. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are your thoughts, uh, Anik? For me, I want to say my sleeper fight, even before this, uh, I went 7-2 and two on picks, but Cody Durden, I bet against him against uh, Charles Johnson. Well, I picked against him, and he was like a roughly plus 160 against Jake Hadley. I thought Cody Durden, Durden has beat some good guys. He's on a four-fight win streak since getting submitted by Mokhaev. And the reason why I picked him to win was because of the way I saw he wrestled against Charles Johnson, who's never been finished. Man, that was a fun fight. He got out of that armbar. I mean, he's a, he's in the top 15 now, so I'm excited for the exciting fights from him and all his trash talk that comes with it because he <laughs> may be the biggest trash talker in the flyweight division now that uh, Figgy's moving up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're spot on there, man. Yeah, that was um, a great fight, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hats off to Cody Durden winning that fight, unanimous decision. Um yeah, I don't know, bro. Those talks were hilarious, though. Other than that, I mean, the, there wasn't really much to this event. Uh, you know, I, I was expecting the main event to be bloody and, and a war, but it was anything but that. Well, I mean, did Rob Font come in, like, short notice or something like that? It was like two and a half weeks notice. Yeah, two and a half weeks. Yeah, but it, it wasn't anything bad on Rob's part it was and i mean not saying that it was anybody's bad on anyone's part you know Corey did what he had to do to win the fight i wouldn't want to stand in bag with rob Fount. he's a dangerous Hell guy no. but uh you know i think everybody expected it to be a banger a stand-up banger and it wasn't yeah. bro and san hagen he just like fuck it, i did what i had to do and i get it man <laughs> and you know that's that's nothing against rob Fon, but damn one thing he really needs to work on is his his ground game because he didn't oh, have one. Yeah, I was really surprised by Fonts like lack of response to the takedowns. Like I knew Corey was getting better as a wrestler, and apparently he did tear his tricep. So I guess he didn't want to lose his title shot. But like I wasn't impressed at all with Fonts' lack of ground game because if you if you put him against someone like Sterling, like on the ground, then Sterling looks like he'd like dog walk him. So it was, oh, I was yeah. surprised. Who else? I mean, what other fight did y'all think was like the... Oh, you know what? You know what? Okay, I'm going to take it back. Another one that I just... I did not see coming. Probably has... It it ties for performance of the night. It also got performance of the night. Dustin Jacoby versus Kennedy and Chikwu. Uh, That dude was supposed to go in there and, and... it was supposed to be the other way around. He was supposed mm-hmm. to get starch, man. I think Dustin Jacoby was on a two-fight losing streak. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, you know, if he lost his fight, he's out. But he went in there and you, you fucking flatlined him, bro. So that was awesome. <laughs> that was another good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, first round, man, the first minute. Just went in there and knocked him out. Yeah, he looked good. Another one, um, Diego Lopes. He beat Lopez. He beat Gavin Tucker in a submission in the first round. Oh yeah, he had an absolute yeah, banger good. against um, Mosar Ivloyev. I believe he's seventeen and zero now. This was UFC two eighty eight. I had the pleasure of watching it in person. 
but with Lopez, like he looked so good. Uh, he was exciting at his first UFC victory. So I'm excited. That guy comes up to fight. So I think going forward, whether he's top 10 material or not, like he's going to bring uh, fans to the UFC. Yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't a lot of people uh, not giving uh, Diego a chance against Gavin Tucker? There was some people who thought his like performance against um, uh, Eve Loyev was a fluke. Yeah, uh, Eve Loyev also took that fight on short notice, but I mean, hey, Diego showed that he belongs. Yeah, he does. I mean, and it's it's true. You know, a lot of people thought it was a fluke coming in here to to fight a, a beast in uh, Gavin Tucker. Everybody thought Tucker was going to beat the shit out of him, and no way, man. Diego just shut a lot of people out. So And with we, the Karen haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Let me speak to your manager. That's what he said at his, uh, his post-fight speech. Like, anything you want to say to the fans? Yeah, let me speak to your manager. <laughs> Diego Lopez. Oh, Diego. That haircut, bro. I know. Uh, another fight that everybody thought uh, people thought that was going to win was Jessica Andrade. You know, being that <laughs> Tatiana, Tatiana Suarez, you know, hasn't fought in forever. And, dude, <clears throat> Tatiana is, is on another level, man. I, it's she's she's title bound. I mean this this girl is yeah. I, I'm 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 rooting for Tatiana, man. She is she is badass. Yeah, that was one I, of the perfect picks that night too. What were you gonna say, Andy? Oh no, uh, my bad, Mark. Um, no, I was gonna say. I think the UFC, by giving Amanda Lemos a title shot, I think they kind of threw people off because Andrade submitted Lemos like last year or the year before. Now they have two options. Either do – if Whaley were to win at UFC 292 – I put an article about this today. Uh-huh. Actually, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's either Whaley against Jan. That's the biggest fight in Chinese combat sports history. Or now you have someone who's equally as deserving, maybe even more deserving, Tatiana Suarez. She's finished three champs, um, Grasso, um, she's finished Asparza, and now Andrade. So I think Tati deserves the title shot. But if the UFC goes to China, right, then, you know, it makes sense to do Yan against Whaley if Whaley wins in two weeks. So if, if the UFC doesn't give Tatiana the title shot, then give her another fight. Let her beat the shit out of this next chick that whoever they put in front of her. Whoever yeah. wins of those two fights uh, that you Gets just mentioned in China. <laughs> yeah. The winner the winner fights Tatiana. Yeah, and that makes sense as well. Um just just because, you know, yeah, Tatiana won and everything, but it's been a while since she's fought. Yeah, she's undefeated, but I think give let's, you know, give her another fight. Have her do another awesome performance, and then give her the title shot. I see after after Whaley uh, uh, fights, right? Makes sense. And I think either way, like this will only help her legacy, whether a title yeah. fight or like a contender fight is next. Because I think Tatiana looked really good, even on the feet. Like her, the way she did distance management with her kicks, she looked pretty good. Yeah, man, she she did. She looked ready. She had the uh, 
you know, and I think that time off was great for her, um, you know, healing uh, all the, the damage that she had. Um, so, and it showed, and, and she just, she pretty much can fight this weekend if she wanted to. Yeah, agreed. Sandwich of the fight, any uh, picks for, for the night, uh, Rudy or uh, Mark? No, I don't really have a fight that I disliked. You know, I enjoyed the Klein uh, Fajamundes fight, though. That was a fun fight to watch. Yeah. I like Klein winning that one. That was a good one. My final grade is a 6.5, though, to be honest. That's why yeah. I'm off the final grade of the event. Um, I'm going to have to stop you right there and say this is <laughs> like a a sandwich triple-decker. Right <laughs> after the uh, the main prelim card, Kyler Phillips and Honey Barcellos. Actually, you know what? That one, after the Jeremiah Meyer Wells-Harris fight, you know, I expected Kyler Phillips and Barcelos to be a banger, but that was a sleeper. Sandwich number one, Bahamondas mm-hmm. versus Ludovic Klein. Sandwich number two, and Tanner Bozier I versus sandwiches, Alexa Hamer. That was sandwich number three, so it was a triple triple fucking decker, dude. <laughs> so oh, I, need- I, my I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. Really. I don't know if you know what we mean about sandwich night of the fight. Sandwich fight of the night. Yeah, sandwich fight of the night. Yeah, uh, it means seems like it doesn't mean any good. <laughs> <laughs> so it means that you can get up, make a sandwich, eat it, come back, and you wouldn't miss anything because it was a boring ass fight. So that, we always we always have a sandwich fight of the night. Um, and, and, and that and night, Roberto always gets it wrong. He always, and I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I do agree with Rudy. There was a triple decker there. We had mm-hmm. three. You could have gone outside and washed your car and came back and <laughs> still had some sandwiches to eat and not worry about these fights because it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Damn, that's kind of harsh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. So final grade, I think for me it's going to be a six. Rudy, you gave it a five. I gave it a Mark, five. Yeah. Mark gave it a five. six point five. Anik, what are you going to give it, man? So we graded from a one to ten. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six because six. even though there was some boring fights, like I think San Hagen showed how good of a wrestler he is. I mean, we got to see him against top the top wrestlers, but I, I was like. As an MMA fan, I was I was interested, so I'll give I'll go six. Awesome. All righty, so let me look down the notes here. We have the Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz fight that same night. Uh, what do you guys? Uh, what's your opinions on that uh, on that fight? Nate looks stoned and just, like he was I, just. I agree. Fun, I honestly. agree with the crowd, bro. This I agree with the crowd too. Boring. He just looked like he was stoned and having fun in that whole fight. Like, hey, but at least, Diaz, Diaz, at least Diaz tried to do a, a stand-up guillotine on <laughs> That was hilarious. I, mean, I, I, I think that was the topology you want to pick, by the way. People expected, you know, every time we saw any interaction between Diaz and Paul, it was very lackluster all the way from the inception of this event till the day before, till the night mm-hmm. of – um, you could tell that Diaz didn't take this serious. He wasn't training. No. And he's just like, whatever, bro. This is the easiest payday ever. I don't care if I lose. He made $20 million, I'll, apparently. I'll, I'll try my best not to, and he didn't. 
Um, he won pretty much in the end because, you know, people loved it, even when mm-hmm. he loses. Uh, Dude, and, and and I'm I'm very happy for him because he's making that that he's gonna get that other payday. He's gonna fight yep. Jake in the, in um apparently the PFL, PFL cage. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think that's that's cool, man, to see him finally get his money, man. Dude, if he if he did make the twenty mil that night, wow, good for him. That's what I heard that he practically. Approximately twenty million dollars he made that night. You know, I want to look it up, make sure that's true because if it is true, goddamn, that's a lot of money. Damn. Yeah, watch your dad. A lot of weed you can buy too. <laughs> I don't do that. Whatever. <laughs> you're, you're a huge supporter of the weed. Liar. Not at all. <laughs> sir. Not think- at all. We're cutting a commercial. <laughs> All right, you know and we're back. <laughs> I think what were you going to say about the Jake Paul fight? So for me, like, I didn't – it kind of went the way I expected it to. And, you know, at the end of the day, I can only tip my cap to Nate because he's built a brand where literally even in the Leon Edwards fight, he can lose most of the fight, have one good moment. Well, in Leon when he rocked him in the 25th minute and Jake when he did something illegal and put him in a guillotine, like – it's crazy how everyone views him as a winner and he just has that type of persona. It's just crazy the type of brand that he's built where he can get beat up and he can still walk out a winner. People calling him the real fight winner. So, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, in terms of like an analytical perspective, I say Jake's cardio has improved. I will say that. Yes. Um, it has went the way I expected. Do I think Nate will beat him up in an MMA fight? Yes, but I'm happy he got paid. So, yeah. Quick question. Do you believe that Jake Paul is the greatest boxer of our generation? No. No. <laughs> well, don't even, no, no, no. You guys are entitled to your opinion, even though you're wrong. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, oh, don't even. Whatever, go there. Don't even. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's no. the greatest boxer ever, bro. <laughs> No, that's salt poppy. Oh. Hey, but the fight before that, wow. What a fucking war that uh, Amanda put on. Uh, oh, that um, was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. What was that chick's name? Uh, Heather Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Man, she was and, not going to stop. She was going to keep going I, forward. She was I, give going hard, yeah, I give Hardy props for having heart to go all, what was it, 10 rounds? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was all 10 rounds that she fought against her. And uh, and then at the end, you know, she started crying, obviously, because, you know, she lost. and But she put a hell of a fight. She kept, she she held her own. Amanda is Amanda, dude. I mean, it's, it's, I will never pick against her. She's just a fucking goat in her division. And, and right now she's just untouchable. I mean, this chick is, is she she improves every single fight. She's a lot faster. She, her feet movement, I mean, her boxing, it's just, she's the champ for a reason. And and uh, it's, um, it's just awesome to see a female boxer at her level beating up these other boxers, you know. It's so, um, but I do give a lot of props to Hardy because... Like I said, man, 
She put on a hell of a fight. She took those shots like a beast. And uh, not a lot of other boxers can can say that they've done that against Amanda. Because Amanda has put down a lot of fighters. And, you know, it's a, it was a, a pretty good uh, one-sided fight. But, wow, Hardy, man. Wow. It, mm-hmm. it, it, she was just amazing, man. I, I, I give her a lot, a lot of props. Hey, shout out to uh, Matthew Lyle. He said he fought August fifth too, and he won against a hundred and eighty pound fighter. Oh, congrats! He's only oh, right on, Matthew. Congrats. He defended his title, David and Goliath belt, first round KO. Yeah, congrats, right. Matthew. We need to get him on the show, man. Yeah. Hey, Matthew, I know you follow uh, and send me a lot of stuff on IG. Uh, send me a DM so we can get you uh, on the show. And Jeremy Stevens lost. Jeremy Stevens. Dude, that that guy, that was not his night. No. Nope. Jeremy Stevens was he he was getting his ass beat. Like he was getting his ass. <laughs> that's how he sounded that's, when he got that's bored. That's how he sounded. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your thoughts, man, on the Amanda Serrano fight and then the, the Jeremy Stevens? Man, I compare Serrano to Manny Pacquiao because I believe she's a seven-division world champion. She yep. brought so much light to Puerto Rico. And also, like, I think the one thing I really think has come good with Jake Paul is, like, he's really pushed women's boxing. And, like, yes. Serrano's a beast. She even – she has 30 knockouts. So, respect to her opponent for standing up. But yes. I think she's amazing. And um, I would like to see a rematch with Katie Taylor. I know Taylor's uh, rematching uh, – Chantel Cameron again, but yep. I love yep. Serrano, man. Um, what a fight. Uh, there's a couple things. Uh, she's come to the Hulu Theater at MSG. I think it's a theater now, but I need to go see her fight while she's still here. She just signed with the PFL, and now um, Jeremy Stevens, Chris Avila. I kind of expected that. I think Avila's a lot bigger. Stevens' last fight was at 147 pounds against Aldo in boxing. Avila was 168. He missed weight, and like even though Avila isn't your greatest boxer, he's been a pro boxer for some time. So, like, yes. I'm not. It was disappointing. But, again, I hope Jeremy got paid. That's what I see out of it. You know, when, when a lot of the fighters fight under a Jake Paul card, they get paid. Yeah. Like, they seriously get, get paid. And, and Jake makes sure that those fighters, even from the undercard, um, they all get a good payday. So, I know Jake Paul is taking care of these uh, fighters that fight under him, uh, under his fight card. Um, so, but yeah, man, I think Jeremy Stevens was just—he uh, seemed a little off um, comparing to when he fought uh, his last opponent. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It was it was hard to see uh, Jeremy Stevens get handed, you know, like that, and. and it, it was just bad. It was just bad. Yeah, man. He's he's a legend of the sport. He's going to be is. one of the toughest guys to ever fight. I mean, even though he has a ton of losses, like he also has some of the biggest wins. Um, I believe he put Josh Emmett out cold, and I don't know if anyone's done that the way he has. And, um, you know, he's a legend in the sport. It's just, you know. And one thing like Jake, like Jake Paul paying his fighters, like I think it's great because, like, I didn't necessarily respect him when he fought Askren, because like I bet Askren is 19 and two. He's a legend of the sport, one champion, Bellator champion. And, you know, the way he talked to Askren was a little bit rough. I mean, again, it's a fight game, but 
you know, there was no respect shown, but like after that, like I've grown, grown to respect him because he's become a better athlete. He takes care of people. I mean, he's given Serrano the shine that she deserves. So I will say like, I've, I've grown to respect him more and more every day, even if I don't agree with everything that he does. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jake Paul, I think, uh, he is growing on everybody now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he still has to fight a boxer, a legit yeah. boxer in their prime. Mark's shaking his head. He's like, he's growing on me like a cancer. <laughs> no, he's not. Cut him out. He's the greatest Jake, boxer of our time. <laughs> Jake Paul has improved in his boxing. I mean, it's gone. Leaps and bounds since he fought uh, Ben Askren. So we can't knock him out yeah. on that. Uh, like you said, the cardio is great. Uh, but he did right. fight a cardio machine in uh, Nadia. So, yeah. but I mean, I think the, the best part of that whole fight was him putting him in a standing guillotine and then raising his hands. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I thought that was badass. I was like, hell yeah, he won. <laughs> I don't care if the scorecards say that he lost. Nate Diaz won because of that guilty choke. <laughs> nah, but really, Nate Nate won all ten rounds, dude. So I don't know. I don't know what anybody's talking about. Kind of Nate had it in pretty good though, too. Nate What's won that? every single round. But <laughs> Nate did not win every single round, Rudy. He won every fucking round, bro. Okay, yeah, he did. <laughs> and I bet yeah. you he was high as fuck Any too. Round. Yeah. <laughs> he was puffing one uh, in between rounds. That's why the camera wasn't on him all the time. <laughs> oh shit! Well, after that fight, uh, you know, at the end, he did uh, agree to fight uh, Jake in the cage. So we will see an MMA bout now: uh, Jake Paul against Nate Diaz in the PFL cage. Hopefully, we get to see that. Uh, Either by the end of the year or beginning of next year. Um, Probably next spring. No, nah, I think it'll be by the be by the end of the year, man. Before the end of the year, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's right around the corner, bro. I don't yeah. think they want to go too far far out of fight camp. Yeah. You know, maybe well, October, know November, maybe like, November ish. You know, before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that would be awesome. It'd be like the Super Bowl, you know. Hell yeah, dude! If they, if that happens during that time, you know the PFL is gonna stack that card, bro. Because that a lot of people are gonna want to watch the Jake Paul get his ass beat from a true MMA. Bro, uh, he's not fighter. gonna lose, bro. Jake Paul can't lose at anything he doesn't like, dude. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind, bro. <laughs> he's got he's got people drinking doo doo water and just slaps a prime sticker on it and. Hey, it's that exactly. There you go. There you go. Uh, as you can see, I'm a huge supporter of Prime. I got my. Everybody's <laughs> laughing at you, bro. <laughs> uh, you know what? Speaking of support, Roberto, now's the part of the show where we're going to uh, watch the donate stickers all over the screen. So I'll give you people a moment to whip out your phones and. Scan this QR code and send you. Give us a donation. We ask for donations so we can feed needy children and burning babies and women. 
Five bucks. That's all we're asking. That's all. Buy us a cup of coffee. That way we can put those five dollars right back to the restream. (laughs) Because that's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Uh, contender series that happened uh, yesterday. Oh, two days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Dana White very happy. He was in a good mood, so he gave every single fighter that won a contract. Um. Which was pretty cool. And if you haven't seen the uh, results, go to fightbookmma.com, search oh, no, for no. Contender if Series, you and you'll seen see the it. results. You're not a real you're fight not a real man. fight fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out also to uh, Combate Global. They had their event as well on Sunday. Um, their fights were pretty badass. Um, so yeah, check that out. And uh, Power Slap, Rudy. I it's your it. your your, uh, your time to give us a quick rundown of the power slap. I know you're a, a big supporter of power slap. I don't know, I think if you are or not, but uh, we got two of our friends of sitting ringside uh, fight on that night. Um, but uh, Rudy is our go-to guy for power slap because he's the one that uh, pretty much watches it because I, I just don't have the time to watch yeah. the power slap. So true. He fought uh, Teague and. Teague basically had the, uh, you know, he won the coin toss, so he got to go first. And, you know, he went first and apparently broke his hand. But, you know, the whole, I I think Bisping was like, did he just bitch out? He just bitched out. You know, and everybody was just saying that he bitched out. He didn't want to get hit. I mean, I wouldn't want to get smacked by Trujillo either, but I don't know, man. That that one was kind of suspect. Um That'd be cool to see him running back, but I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, the main event, you know, Static got his ass handed to him. It was funny, bro. He was talking a lot of shit, but it was it was an it was an okay event. It, I mean, it's, it's people getting slapped. What more? Yeah. What more are you going to get? <laughs> people getting Adi, slapped. Dude. People getting slept. You know, <laughs> the, the funny thing was, you know, one one thing that I I did notice is that the uh, you know the the guys that catch the dudes after they get knocked out, yeah. I caught them slipping. You know, supposed to catch a dude, and they let Static just fall straight down. It's like you have one job is to catch these guys, and you just let them fucking bam. Oh, it's it's pretty ugly. Poor dude. Anik, do you uh, watch slap power slap? So like, I follow it on Twitter. I think I was watching. Uh, this is Tuesday night, right? I was watching the Ultimate Fighter. But, like, I was following some of the Power Slap highlights on Twitter. I don't know if Static is AJ Hintz. Was that who you were yep, referring yep, to? Yeah. I think AJ Hintz, like, kept his belt a couple months ago, even though he got knocked out because it was a DQ. Then I think I think it's, like, three times he's been put out cold in the last, like, three months. So it was, uh, it was tough to see, honestly. Um, but, yeah, that's the only one I really, like, saw because I was just looking through tweets. But, yeah. It's a rough, tough sport, but hey, the video <laughs> game's coming out. It looks like it's doing well based on what Dana said. So, yeah. It was cool seeing uh, two guys that we've interviewed on the show before fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> as was long cool. as it As long as it lasted. Right. <laughs> uh, That's, how yeah. That's how I felt, bro, at the end of that fight. I was like, what? What? <laughs> 
horrible, dude. Horrible fight. Horrible, horrible. Uh, let's see here. We have... Oh, man, my mouse died. Uh, let's see here. We have... Bellator 298. Let's... Uh, let me look at this card real quick here. Um, Anik, do you do you, uh, do you follow uh, Bellator pretty uh, closely, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I follow PFL more, but like I know a lot of the Bellator fighters, and I'm following on Twitter. So yeah, I got some predictions for it. Yeah. So Logan Storley versus Brennan Ward. That's going to be a pretty good fight. There, they are main eventing this uh, event. Um, it is going to be. They are fighting in South Dakota. Uh, it's going to be streaming live on uh, Showtime and YouTube. So if you're uh, going to watch some fights tomorrow, that's a good card to watch. Um, James Gallagher versus James Gonzalez, that's going to be another good fight there. Uh, what are your predictions there, uh, Anik? Okay, so I have Islam Mamedov over Sydney Outlaw. I have another one. Let me see. I'm just looking through the card. I have um, I have Aaron Jeffrey over Dalton Rosa, and mm. then uh, and I believe I have Logan Storley winning the main event as well. Um, I've seen him fight. I haven't watched too many of their fights to be honest, but that's my predictions as of now. Yeah, and of course, our friend. Long-time supporter of Sitting Ring Set and Fight Book MMA. My good boy, uh, good friend, uh, Alon Cruz. He's going to be fighting Alfie Davis. We had Alon uh, about two weeks ago. Hey, uh, Alon. Yeah, so Alon, if you're listening, bro, I know you are. Good luck uh, tomorrow. You, you got this. Good fight. We're just sending you good vibes. Um, I know you're going to put a hurt on him. We did predict with him when he was on the show that uh, he should win by another flying knee. So we know that's his favorite go-to uh, uh, knockout is that flying knee. So, um, yeah, that's uh, he's going to be in the prelims. Uh, yeah, so uh, don't miss that fight yeah, because Alon is – he's a fucking beast. So It's a great uh, way to, to start the, uh, the weekend, man. Yes, it is. It is a very good way to start the weekend. Um I do have Logan Storley winning against Brennan Ward, even though Brennan, he's he's just a monster, man. Um, fighting in the in Bellator, he's just putting a hurt on everybody. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a good night of fights, man. It's a good good uh, good fight card too. Like Rudy said, to start your your weekend of fights, don't miss it. Live oh, on man, YouTube but... for the prelims and on Showtime. Look at mm-hmm. look at him, bro. Look at Storley. He looks like he's got a secret. He does. Mm-hmm. He he oh, looks like man. he knows what's going on with uh, Brennan Ward. <laughs> it's weird. Secret is he harvests parts. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my yeah. god! All right. I'm actually looking forward to a couple of fights on this card, though. Yeah, a couple Canadians on it, obviously. Yep. yep. Ones that we know and. These fights, compared to the last fights, are gonna are more intriguing than their previous fights that they had. Like for Josh Hill, this fight is gonna be a bit more, way more intriguing than a Cass Bell fight. Same with, same with uh, Aaron's fight, way more intriguing. This guy's gonna bring it, unlike John Salter did. So this is way better. And it's a top ranked guy, so it's gonna be a big win for Aaron if he gets it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one, man. 
lot of, lot of, like you said, a lot of Canadians are on this card, so I know you're going to be rooting for them. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, it's that time of the, the time there, Mr. Rudy Lara. Boom. It's time for one Lizzo minute. It's one, one Lizzo oh minute. <laughs> one minute of Lizzo news. Lawyers for ex-Lizzo dancers say they are reviewing more complaints. So apparently she's making more people shove bananas up their butts and eat them. Um, That's gross. Yeah, Lizzo was sued over sexual That's harassment nasty. in a hostile work environment. She faces new allegations from new people. And she was fat shaming her dancers, bro. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, my Lizzo, God. Fat shaming people. Anyways, that's uh, that wraps it up for one Lizzo minute. Oh dear Lord, Rudy! I know, I know how much you love that segment, Roberto. <laughs> well, let's get on to the outside the cage news. So cue it up, Rudy. Yeah, let's, please. Oh, we have outside the cage news now. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I think you're wrong, Roberto. Inside the cage news. Put yourself inside the. We just need it once, damn it. <laughs> Patricia Pitbull is out because he's getting spine surgery. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, he's not going to be uh, competing. So uh, the spine surgery, that sounds very. Um, that's very serious. Very serious, yeah. Um, I've worked with uh, orthopedics and uh, seen the spine surgeries. It's uh, he's going to be out for a while because um, I'm not sure the severity of what type of surgery he's having. But anytime you are going to open up your back and expose the spine and do work, it's going to be a lot, a lot of time off. Uh, probably looking about a year, year and a half. But it depends. It dep- I'm not too you, sure. Roberto? What... Are you some kind of spinologist? I am a <laughs> spinologist. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's uh, he's out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jones, Jones and, and Gordon Ryan. They are juiced up to the kills and shooting guns. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're probably cycling right now before uh, Jones has to come in and, and fight again and have those uh, picograms still <laughs> floating around. And shut Gordon, mouth. Gordon Ryan, I mean. You shut your warm <laughs> mouth right now. <laughs> Yeah, Gordon Ryan, what did we saw? What, like maybe a month ago, he looked sick as fuck. He was skinny. And and then you just recently see a picture of him, and he's just looked like, oh, I guess it's time to go back on roids. <laughs> um, <what if, laughs> your thoughts, Eddie? Uh, yeah. Um, man, John Jones is just, he's a guy that's going to do what he wants and still win. And, uh, yeah, that Gordon Ryan transformation is uh, – I was surprised by it because when I saw the tweet of his, like, injured – like, of his, like, him shirtless when he was sick, like, he didn't look too good. Uh, no comment on how he got to uh, being jacked again. 
right? Uh, <laughs> I would love to see them do like a charity grappling match or something like that. I know Gordon's considered the GOAT. John Jones is the GOAT, in my opinion, for MMA. I would love to see it. I know we won't see it, but hey, it would be cool. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. <laughs> well, my thoughts on how Gordon Ryan got big was milk. And I think he should do milk commercials. Fuck. <laughs> milk? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not fucking that'd, be a, that'd be a perfect... <laughs> that'd be perfect, bro. You know, oh, I, I, when's the last God. time you've seen a Got Milk commercial? He'd be perfect, bro. Shirtless Gordon Ryan. The milk no, no. That's how he got big. Oh, that's... Oh, my God. Nobody's buying it, bro. No. Nobody's buying it. No, nobody's buying what you're seeing. Nobody's <laughs> buying your... What the fuck was that? Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. Twitter needs some serious... I'm glad I wasn't showing that live, bro. I just typed in John Jones, and I start scrolling... And then it's just like two dudes ass ramming each other. What the hell? What the fuck are you looking at, Rudy? I'm not looking at anything. I typed in John Jones, and that's <laughs> what I got. I'm glad I wasn't showing that my I wasn't showing my screen. That was disgusting. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Elon? Oh my god! That was gross, oh bro. What the? F- I've never seen John Jones do that. That was him and Rampage Jackson, apparently. <laughs> what the fuck? God, <laughs> gross. Oh, God. That was disgusting. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Logan Paul versus Dildo Danis. Dildo Danis. Yeah, it's going to be a boxing he's, he's match. He's gonna destroy Dodo Anus. He's gonna just That's lay him out. He shows up, like, bro. Dude, so dude. Shit. He won't show up. He won't even make it to a press conference. He's gonna be saying something. Oh, I got hurt. We're gonna be a satellite. We're gonna be a satellite, guaranteed. But guess who's stepping in? According to David Rodriguez. Who? This guy. Oh yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there'll be a. I'm gonna go in there and Alhefe versus Logan Paul. Drop some bombs onto Logan Paul. Yeah. What Maverick you, versus El Jefe. There you go. What are your thoughts, uh, Nico, on that fight? Me, I think if it does happen, I think Logan's a lot bigger than him than Dennis. Now I know there's a hundred thousand um, dollar clause or uh, penalty if Dennis misses or if he doesn't show up. With that being said, Connor's got his back, so maybe Connor will pay that fee. But I do think I saw this somewhere. Maybe it was uh, Ariel Hawani or somewhere else. But they were saying if Connor McGregor corner corners Dylan Dynas or something like that, I think he'll show up. Um, I believe it was Hawani who said that, but I might be mistaken. Um, with that being said, if the re- if the replacement fighter Hasim Rockman Jr. fights, I think he's going to destroy Logan Paul, and that's going to be scary. Rockman Jr. is a big man. Rockman Jr. is a guy that you don't want to fuck with because this guy packs a punch. Yeah. <laughs> he packs a punch. And Logan is not ready for a guy like him, man. He was supposed um, to fight him so, a while back, wasn't he? Uh, Jake. He, he was oh, supposed to fight Jake. Jake. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But 
if the Logan Paul versus Danis does happen, then yeah, I mean, like you said, Anik, if uh, I'm sure Conor McGregor is going to want him to fight, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and if Conor does corner him, then you know he's going to make that money. I mean, I think so too. You, you, you fight any of these brothers, you're going to get paid. So why mm-hmm. not go in there? And if you get hurt, you get hurt. It's not like the first time that he's ever um, got knocked out or, or, you know, been submitted or whatever. But it is boxing, so the the chances of him getting knocked out are pretty big, <laughs> especially against Logan. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, – we might we might see some WWE shit uh, off of Logan. <laughs> so, I agree, and he, he might just do it just because uh, Dennis is making it very personal on Twitter right now. It yeah. seems like, but you know, I think if Dennis were to actually show up, even if he were to lose, I feel like people would actually half the hate he get. I mean, Dylan talks a lot of trash, right? But half the reason why people don't like him is because like he doesn't stick to his word. So if he actually does show up, even if he gets beaten up, I think he. Gets a little bit less hate than he does right now, so yep. it's crazy. I think I want to see the press. Nah. I want to see it. It'll be fun. Just to like, it's a good break from like using my brain. I can watch that. <laughs> so I am hoping he he shows up because it will be fun. It's fun trash talk, just like Izzy Strickland. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that shit. I know, right? <laughs> Mike Tyson wants to fight Feeder in a boxing match. What the fuck? Come on, Mike Tyson. You know, wasn't it the other way around? I think it was Fedor who wants to fight him. Dude, either way, Fedor... <sighs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the other way around. Yeah, Fedor Emelianenko Mike... called out Mike Tyson to a boxing Mike... match. <sighs> and it, it, It's going to be... Uh, he wants it to co-main the event to... Uh, be the co-main event for the Fury versus Ngannou card on October 28th in Saudi Arabia. So that's what he's pushing for. I mean, that's like two months away. Do you think Mike would be in fight shape to do that? I seriously doubt it. If it, it happens. To be, bro, I mean, if that happened, imagine the amount of money they would make. They would make a shitload of money. It, it's yeah, dumb as hell. And I think anybody would agree that, that that's fucking stupid but I still want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I want to see it. But if it does happen, I feel sorry for Mike Tyson. I do. I seriously do because he is up there in age. He's not moving like he used to. Um, other than that one video, uh, maybe he took some kind of painkillers or something that he was able to move and box the way he did. You got, you got to remember, dude, boxing is a whole different game than sambo yeah. or MMA. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't really know what uh, Fedor's cardio is like, especially nowadays. He never True. really went the distance with anybody. Um, he either stopped them quick or he got stopped quick. So going up against even an aging Mike Tyson, I think would be a, a, a test for anybody, bro. Um, <laughs> Dude, you know, punch. It's, a, it's that big fear factor. It's kind of like watching Ngannou versus Lewis, you know, one and two. Um, you know, I think Fedor would kind of be treading lightly. He's like, fuck, this is new territory. I'm sure he trains boxing, but he weren't an Olympic boxer. You weren't a heavyweight champion. Um, I don't care how old 
Mike Tyson is. He's still dangerous, bro. Still fucking yeah. dangerous. It's a sweet science for a reason. Um, I think I think it would be fun, a little more competitive than most people would think. But still, come on. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't want to see Mike Tyson get hurt. I don't, and I don't want to see Fedor get hurt. I don't either. <laughs> but someone's gonna get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> but it is what it is, bro. Whatever. <laughs> We're still gonna watch. I'll still watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll still watch it too. <laughs> I'll watch the shit show boxing events, of course. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dan Hooker has a new tattoo. I. Not I have not seen it. I can't say anything about it. So, uh, <laughs> David puts Ninja Turtles movie sucks ass. I haven't even seen that either, the new one. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it might be. Really have you? No, I haven't seen that uh, steaming pile of trash. No, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I have no opinion on it. I haven't seen it. Um, I know that they have some new DLC coming out for Street Fighter that's like Ninja Turtles. And people are mad because because the DLC is like cost as much as a game. So it's kind of fucking bad. <laughs> but oh, it looks man. cool, man. I, I want to check that out, man. I like Street Fighter. I like Ninja yep. Turtles, but I don't know, man. I don't like Seth Rogen, and I heard that he made this flick. And he's just fucking annoying, bro. He got real annoying. I remember when he first hit the scene. You know, he was funny, you know. But then they kind of just overplay their shtick one too many times and it's like bro how many times are you gonna play the same fucking character even in cartoons you're the same <laughs> character bro and apparently you're the same character for all of these turtles and i don't like that whatever <laughs> i'll watch it but i'm not gonna go to the theater and watch it yeah uh sean strickland versus izzy sean finally got his wish so it's official. It is actually happening. Yeah, it's official. It's official. Holy shit. Sean Strickland is going to be that's fighting Izzy. Uh, I believe that's uh, UFC 293. Yep. Right? Okay. So UFC 293. Headlining that card. Um, I am happy for Sean. It's about fucking time that he gets a title shot. Um, he's been calling out Izzy forever. And... It's finally come to fruition, and we're going to see a good fucking badass fight. Um, what are your thoughts on that, uh, Nick? I am so excited for this fight. I personally think Strickland beat Cannoneer last December in a very close fight, even though he lost the decision. Um, I am so excited. I think – do I think Izzy has the advantage? Yes, because of his, like, stature and, like, he's got the range. But if, like – Strickland actually wrestles and like puts away his ego and does not stand and bang. I think, I think we're in for a competitive fight and uh, it's fighting. So you never know what happens. I think that press conference needs to be on pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> I personally, I love that Strickland does not care at all. He went on the Joe Rogan experience and he talked about all these things that's going on in his head, but like he seems to be like acting like a, you know, the way he has all these thoughts, but he acts like a good human being in the sense that, like, you know, he's a good teammate. Um, he's unapologetically himself, and he may be hated by a lot, but there's some that absolutely love him. So I'm excited for the fight. Um, I think the co-main event is very underrated as well, uh, Tuivasa and Volkov. So I'm super happy for Strickland. I'm so excited. I think it's a tough fight for Strickland, but, hey, it's fighting. So let's let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be a, an amazing fight. Um 
I haven't looked at the whole fight card um, or what they have right now. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight, man. Your thoughts, uh, Mark? I'm actually quite shocked that he actually ended up getting the title fight. I wasn't. I didn't think he was gonna end up getting it. I thought. Didn't... Shut up, Rudy. Those booze. No, you know, I'm happy he's getting the shot, you know what I mean? But man, it's it's not gonna be an easy test for him. Like Izzy's not a joke. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Izzy fan, so I'm probably gonna cheer Strickland on just to piss my cousins off. I know you're watching, so <laughs> but yeah, let's go Strickland. Hell yeah, Rudy. I'm going Strickland all day, bro. And new and you. I mean, that's a long shot, but I like a good Cinderella story. Yeah. I, I, I think if you didn't realize, uh, Rudy Lara does a badass uh, Sean Strickland impersonation. Yo, I can't do it on. I can't do it on. Uh, just whenever the fuck you ask me to do it, I'm just gonna fucking smoke a pack of cigarettes, and I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, too good, man. Too good. I watched all of Strickland's interviews, man. I think he's hilarious. Uh, he's funny, dude. dude. That was so good. I think you need to put that on YouTube or something. Like, I know, <laughs> yeah, like, but I could, I could uh, interview Rudy, and, and Rudy could just act like Sean Strickland and be like, "Yeah, so we interviewed Sean Strickland." <laughs> I really, bro. Think I want to see. I want to see Sean Strickland with hair again, dude. Right? Look, see, Sean Strickland with hair. He, he looks like what's what like, the hell? Yeah, bro. He looks like uh, like Dean looked- Kane from Superman. <laughs> yeah, oh. I think you need to do the impersonation. Strickland might actually ask you to spar after that, but I think it's worth it. I'll spar him. <laughs> I'll spar his ass. I'll knock me out. <laughs> I'll knock me out. <laughs> yeah yeah so any time that we talk about sean strickland he's he's in the background love it yeah really does a fucking awesome job on that it was so and, the, and, and the verdun smile too <laughs> oh jesus christ <laughs> you can't do that it's hard I remember the first time I saw him do that, and then he started trolling people. I was like, "What?" <laughs> he would just do that shit out of nowhere. I love yeah, it, bro. Even during a fight, greatest, one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. I love that guy. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, you... he attacked Colby with a, a boomerang, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. Actually, I think Colby called the cops after. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes a, he's a Karen, bro. He needs the Diego Lopez haircut. <laughs> oh, my lord, yes, yeah, on ESPN 51. Luke versus Dos Anjos. That is happening this Saturday. Let's go ahead and give our grade of the fight poster. <sighs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I can tell. 
I really don't like the fight poster. Um, I think we give our grades of the fight posters every single time of a, a UFC event. As you can see on screen, we have it on there. I am just not a fan of this uh, fight poster, man. I'm not. I don't like it. Neither am I. I mean, they're two like Brazilian legends. I mean, Luque has had, he's fought some really fun fights, but I think the Brazilian flag, like the yellow needs to be highlighted more. And I think they're, you know, they're, they're some of the BMFs of the sport. This doesn't look scary. So um, (laughs) I'm not, I'm going to say four out of 10. Four out of 10. I'm going to give it a three, man. Rudy. I'm going to give it a big old deuce. (laughs) You're muted, Rudy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a deuce as well, man, because it's a big steaming <laughs> pile of shit. I don't, I don't like, I don't like this poster, man. It's uh, mm-hmm. kind of disrespectful to these uh, these men, you know, the warriors, bro, especially Dos Anjos. Um, I don't know. It just seems very half-assed, and I don't like it. I don't like it. You gotta be, you gotta be drunk and high to want to see this fight poster. Then you They're can like- see the, you can see the Walter Wade bout. Much clearer than the way it looks. The, the <laughs> last, the last poster, it was it was legit. The last yeah, one was been pretty good, man. And yeah. this one just, I don't know. They hired the same clown that they had before. <laughs> yeah, it was probably some some, some five year old that did it. I don't know. <laughs> probably five year olds do better. Probably some Mexican, bro. Hey, wow. Hey, since oh, we're nice. still on the the topic of. Uh, Outside the cage news, I just want to let everybody know that Wayne Brady has uh, come out as pansexual, folks. He's come out as pansexual, just in case you didn't know. Huh. In case you don't know what pansexual means, it means you're attracted to everything. Interesting. <laughs> Wayne Brady, what the fuck? Well, he's like... Almost 60, bro. Nobody gives a shit if you're attracted to pans. <laughs> oh, jeez. We're going way off topic here, <laughs> Yeah, bro. we are. So you have seen is happening. What the hell? My computer just We talked up. about Lizzo. We talked about Wayne Brady tonight. What is going on? I don't fucking know. Me either. Ugh. computer turned off i'm waiting for it to restart here your computer turned off but you're still live yeah we can hear you and yeah. everything yeah good so uft on espn 51 um rudy let's go ahead and start off with the prelims and work our way up i believe this is a 13 fight uh, fight card um i need to log on to my computer here yeah, opening up the uh, the card, we have Juliana the Killer Miller fighting Luana Santos. Uh, Luana Santos coming in as slight favorite, minus 140 betting favorite, plus 120 underdog for Juliana Miller. Um, That's who my pick is. Let's go Santos. Yeah, Luana Santos coming off a, a two-fight win streak. I think this is her, her, um, her debut, UFC debut, Juliana Miller. She's been in the UFC. She's fought twice. Won her her first her debut and then lost her last one her against Ryan the Hardy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. This is this is kind of a pick'em's fight. You know these these female fights. You never freaking know, man. Unless it's like 
the lioness, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm probably going to have to go with the, the person who has a little more momentum on the side, Luana Santos. I think Juliana Minner has, you know, I mean, she has potential. Isn't isn't she Dan Hardy's wife or some shit? No, Miller lost to Dan Hardy's wife. Uh, he lost to Dan Hardy's wife. Yeah, in, in London, I believe on the Usman Edwards card. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's how I, I was remembering. Like, I know this, this chick's name, and it's because she fought <laughs> – Dan Hardy's wife, but she lost, and I I, I was pissed off because I had I didn't I didn't have Hardy winning that fight at all, and she came out and just fucked her up. Yeah, yeah she did. I don't yeah, know. Man. Miller was a huge favorite on that too, and like I originally picked her, and because she looked really good on when she won tough, like I thought she was going to be like a threat, and she didn't look good. That's why I'm not picking her for this fight. Same here, man. Same here. She didn't look good. Um, again, Luana Santos. I'm. I'm going to roll with her decision win. I wouldn't put any money on this one, but if you do, go with Santos. <laughs> yep. What are the betting odds? Uh, minus 140 favorite for Santos, plus 120 underdog for Juliana Miller. Okay. And the betting line really hasn't changed much. She's Santos is one, minus 150 now, plus 125 underdog for Miller. Awesome. Next up, we have Demon Blackshear versus Jose Johnson. What are the betting odds on this one, Rudy? Well, this one opened up at oh, it didn't tell me that. But Demon Blackshear right now is minus two sixty favorite. Jose Johnson plus two ten underdog. Um, yeah, my money's on on Demon Blackshear, man. Uh, Jose. Johnson, I think this is his uh, his debut. He come fresh off a win off a contender series against mm-hmm. Jack Hartwright, a unanimous decision. Before that, he had a couple of wins in Fury. Um, nothing too impressive, man. Damon Blackshear, I mean, this dude's a killer, man. Luan Lacerda, he, he beat his ass two months ago. Uh, yeah, I. I'm I'm gonna go with Demon Blackshear, man. I think he's he's probably gonna take this this cat out. It's crazy how the the rankings, the typology have them. They have Demon Blackshear not number sixty five, and Jose Johnson at number five. Yeah, but that's at U.S. U.S. West. Oh, okay. I see. I see. U.S. West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, yeah, no, but I, you know what? Being that the Johnson had that momentum, I still feel that uh, Demon Blackshear is gonna. Welcome into the UFC in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right on with what you guys said. Next up, we have Montserrat Ruiz versus Jacqueline Amarim. This one is going to be a pretty good fight. Uh, Rudy, what's the fight odds on this? Uh, well, Montserrat is a plus 200 moderate underdog. Minus 240 favorite for uh, Amarim. That's the betting odds opening up right now. Amarim, it hasn't changed much. Minus 250 favorite, plus 200 underdog for Ruiz. Basically, uh, Jujillian, uh, Jujillian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> and, a, and a wrestler going at it. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't think Montserrat has what it takes to someone like Amarim down. I mean, how, how long can she possibly hold her in a headlock? I think that's her go-to. Yeah, that, and, it, and that's something that probably Jacqueline already knows and is prepared. 
to have a monster. I try to do a, a, a choke. You know, it's, I don't know. But you're right. I think Jacqueline is going to take this fight, man. I mean, she she dropped her last fight against Sam Hughes. It was a a really good fight, man. Back and forth. Yeah, it was. And Sam, I'm. She just keeps getting better, man. Yeah, she does. And, and you know, uh, Amarim was coming in. I don't I, like five. I think like a five fight win streak. Yeah, it was five fight win streak, and she lost to Sam Hughes in a decision win. Montserrat, she lost her last fight against Amanda Lemos. Um, she got knocked out. But she hasn't been real impressive, man, other than her little, you know, headlock bullshit. Headlock. She, she constantly does it, you know. If she grabs you, good luck getting out of that. But I think Amarim, she's got the skills to to beat her on the ground, and I think that's what she's going to do. I think she's probably mm-hmm. going to submit her ass, you know, second, third round. Yeah. Yeah, because Amarim is uh, she's crafty on the floor, man. Mark? American top team, baby. User. I got Amarim as yep. well. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I also got uh, Amarim. Awesome. Josh Parisian versus Martin Bidet. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Bidet. I thought it was Bidet. I'm going to say no, it's Bidet. Bidet. Bidet? Oh, it's yeah. Bidet. Okay. So it's, uh, you know, two, two heavyweights. Uh, plus 170 underdog for Parisian. Martin Budai is a minus 200 favorite. Um, that's opening up right now. It's kind of getting closer, man. Minus 213 for Budai. Parisian plus 174 underdog. You know, Martin Budai is just... That dude's been on, on a fucking tear. Um, and in the UFC, man. I mean, since his debut. Since he got in the Contender Series, he just hasn't lost. And Parisian just hit or miss, bro. He loses. Yeah, he, he wins, is. He loses. He wins. I mean, he's he's due to win if you go if you're <laughs> following the pattern. Um, I hate to have to do that, but yeah, mo- most people tapology they're giving him six percent chance to win. Budai ninety four percent. That's a low number. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The, the thing about Budai is just you know all his all his wins are like mainly decision I, I, think, I think this is going to be a, a tough you know fight um i don't think parisian has what it takes to keep this dude off of him um he's got a slight chance but it's not very likely so i'm going with martin budai uh decision win same here budai 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got Francis Fire Marshall versus Isaac Dulgarian. Um, Francis only had one loss, which was his last fight, but he was on a tear. Um, you know, it's it's going to be an exciting fight. Uh, Rudy, what are the odds on this one? So Francis Marshall is a minus 170 favorite. Isaac Dilgarian's a plus 140 underdog. And that hasn't really changed too much, you know, since the opening. It opened up at 190, minus 190, plus 155. So it hasn't yeah. really changed too much. I think Dilgarian is coming in on, on short notice, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm This one's kind of a toss-up for me. Mm-hmm. Francis Marshall, 
yeah, like you said, there was a lot of uh, hype coming in into the game, man. And then he his last fight against William Gomes, he just I don't know, man. Kind of just for me, it derailed the hype train. I, I I'm not I'm not too sold on this guy yet, man. Um, I think Isaac Delgarian has a has a real strong chance of winning this, being a a good dog pick for the night. So I'm gonna go with Isaac Delgarian to win this fight. Um, I think he's gonna fucking put him out, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Francis Marshall winning. I think uh, I think that loss is gonna put a fire <laughs> under his belt. Um, they call me the fireman. <laughs> You like that song? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think uh, I, I'm gonna go with Francis um, on this fight. Mark, I'm gonna go with a draw. A draw? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Damn! I'll go with. Uh... <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I think I got Marshall on this one. Okay. I need- I'm gonna go uh, Dolgarian. Right on. Uh, let's see here. Come on, computer. Rudy, say who's next. Terrence is- McKinney versus Mike Breeden. Yeah, ter- next fight is Terrence McKinney versus Mike Money Breeden. Uh, Terrence McKinney stepping up on, I think, like a week, two weeks' notice, maybe less, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, for this fight. He's a minus two sixty favorite. Plus two ten underdog uh, for Mike Breeden, which is kind of weird, man. It's usually not like that last minute fight, like that. Uh, the the guy who's coming in short minutes, short notice is usually the underdog. So Terrence McKinney, they both lost two fights in a row, both mm-hmm. on their way out of the UFC. This is a win, must win situation for you know both of these guys. This is a pink slip match. Whoever loses this fight is is probably well on the way to get out. And yep. my money is Terrence McKinney T-Rex is going to come in and make a statement. Um, you know, I, I, I think he's, he's got what it takes. He trains with the right guys. He's got what it takes to, to get back up in that upper echelon, but he's got, he's got some climbing to do, man. He's got some work and hopefully it'll be some short work on, you know, on Mike Breeden Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree on that. I think McKinney's three and three in the UFC. He won that first round against Nazim Sadikov that he lost. He lost that fight a couple weeks ago, and then even he looked good against Drew Drew Dober until he gassed. Um, I think McKinney will win this fight. The odds are pretty like minus two sixty. That's a big number. It's not something I would bet on, but I am picking McKinney. I think he's one of the most talented prospects in the UFC. Maybe not prospect, but up and comers in the UFC. It's just his fight IQ needs to match his skill. So I'm hoping, and I think he will win this fight, um, first round knockout, because I don't want it going to a decision. He's got a big weight cut, short notice weight cut. So McKinney, first round finish. Let's say that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, next yep. up is a for sure a pink slip. If JP buys does lose, he's on oh, a three fight. That's a guaranteed yeah. pink slip. Dude, guys. he's so going Marcus, against Marcus, Marcus McGee, McGee, bro. Versus JP buys. The Maniac versus the Young Savage. Um, Marcus McGee is a heavy favorite, minus mm. 400 heavy favorite, plus 300 underdog for JP Buys. Um, that's opening up right now. It's it's kind of 
close it up a little. Marcus McGee's minus 350, plus 275 underdog for J.P. Buys. He lost three in a row. Um, you mm-hmm. know, he, he's never won a fight in the UFC. He won on the Contender Series. Um, and our boy Marcus McGee, like that dude just came onto the scene and starts he journey. He just and, starts wrecking and, and that was people, like, man. That was on like on a short notice fight too. Um, he's coming from LFA. That dude's a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he uh, is. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm going with Marcus McGee. I think he's gonna he's gonna put JP buys out any way he wants first round. Club yeah. and sub. I'm gonna call club and sub first round. <laughs> club and sub. I like that. Club and sub. I like that, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. That's a, I agree actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's – I mean, there's a lot of hype on JP buys, but it's just not showing. It's not showing at all. And he's going up against a guy like Marcus. I mean, this guy is just putting people out left and right. So, uh, yeah, Marcus for the win. Knockout first round. Next up, we got Josh Bram versus Jamie Pickett. Jamie Pickett, if he loses – Another pink slip for him. Josh Bram is going to starch this guy. Um, I'm sure he's the favorite right now on the betting odds. Yeah, he's a minus 310 moderate favorite, plus 250 underdog for Jamie Pickett, who's lost uh, three in a row. Um, you know, Josh Bram was you know, on the verge of losing three in a way, row. He, he dropped two fights before his last win against Hedricus Dumas. He won submission guillotine choke. But Jamie Pickett, man, his his back's to the wall. Yeah, I haven't seen him look good in a long time, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, his last fight against Joseph Holmes barely won that decision. Loriano Staropoli, you know, that was a tough fight. He took that to a decision. But other than that, after after those wins, you know, he just got subbed. He got knocked out, subbed. Um, this is going to be another sub, club and sub. <laughs> kind of fight. I think Josh Graham's going to put him out and probably second, third round submission. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think Josh Graham is, uh, he's coming off a good performance. Uh, I believe off of uh, Dumas or Damas. That's how you say it. I'm going Fremd as well. I think Pickett is also on his way out. Mm-hmm. Mark, I'm sure you got Fremd. Yeah. Sorry, Pickett. You're gone. <laughs> Next up, we got, is it Tafon or Tafon in Chukwi versus AJ Dobson. I think if any of these two guys uh, lose... Another pink slip fight. Another pink slip fight, man. Whoever loses this fight, you're out. What are the odds on this one, Rudy? Uh, they're really close, man. Um, minus 150 for uh, Nchukwi. Uh, Dobson is a plus 120 underdog. And it hasn't changed much. Minus 145 favorite. Plus 120 underdog for Dobson. So... Hasn't changed too much. Um, I mean, this is a pick'em's fight. I don't think anyone really cares about this fight. I know I don't. Um, I would say if anybody's going to lose this fight, I'd have to go with Dobson losing this fight, man. Yeah, I think Dobson's going to lose. And Chukwi, he's got to win, man. Both these guys have to win to keep their job. So... Um, another pink slip. Even if they, 
you know, we've even seen it where if you even win your fight, you still could get the pink slip. Yeah. So, yeah, t- yeah, Tapology seems to, you know, the fans seem to think Dobson is a, a heavy favorite, 63%, and Chukwe's 37% um, on Tapology, but the betting odds are a little different. Dobson is the underdog. But uh, I, I think Chukwe's gonna gonna beat this guy. The only way Chukwe's been stopped is by a finish. And Dobson, I don't know, man. He's never really finished one in the UFC. He's usually the one getting finished. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Pollyanna Viana versus Yasmin Lucindo. I'm going for Viana, man. I can never pick against her the way she won that fight against uh, uh, Fry first round finish in like 47 seconds or something like that. I mean, that was pretty badass. Uh, Yasmin Lucindo, I don't know. Did she win or lo- lose her last fight? She won her last fight against she won her last fight. Walker. Yeah, uh, she won by unanimous decision. Uh, she lost to Yasmin Yaregui, uh, unanimous decision. She's been pretty active. I mean, two fights in the last year. Uh, Pollyanna Viana, she's fought twice as well in the past year. Lost to Tabitha Ricci and beat the hell out of Jin Frey. Yep. So, yeah, and, and the weird thing is, I think Pollyanna is, is the underdog here. Plus, minus 160. Yeah, minus 162 underdog. Uh, Yasmin Lucindo, minus 195 favorite. Like I said, that that's a little odd to me. I, I don't know, man. Um, I I haven't seen really anything too special out of Lucindo. Mm-mm. She's not. I mean, she's not a finisher, at least not in the UFC. It's just been decision <laughs> win and loss. Uh, we've seen, you know, Pollyanna tested and she delivers, man. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with another dog. I'm going to go with Pollyanna Viana. I think she she's got what it takes to uh, to give Lucindo a not so warm welcome to the UFC. <laughs> yep. Mark? Yeah, Pollyanna Viana is going to just, yeah, it's not going to be a very pleasant night for uh, Lucindo. Mm. No. 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 I'll go uh, Viana by sub uh, second round. Awesome. Next up, we got Khalil Roundtree versus Chris Dacus. Uh I going to start off with my pick and it's going to be Khalil Roundtree winning this fight. He is going to give Chris Dawkins the pink slip because if Chris Dawkins loses it's another pink slip fight for this guy. Um, Khalil is just going to hopefully bring his Muay Thai um, into the game uh, against uh, Chris Dawkins and make it a fucking bloody war. Um, I feel Khalil is probably going to finish uh, Chris Dawkins and like I said give him the pink slip. I don't know what the odds are, but I'm sure they have uh, Khalil Roundtree winning. Rudy, you're muted. Oh, yeah. Khalil Roundtree is a minus 205 favorite, plus 170 underdog. Um, Khalil has won his last three fights, and Dacus has lost his last three. Um, <clears throat> yeah, 89%. You know, the people on Topology have Roundtree winning. Um, yeah, he's going to knock out the, the UFC. The odds are really close, man. The betting odds now, minus 179 favorite for Roundtree, plus 148 underdog for Dacus. I don't see how um, these odds should be, I don't know, they should be astronomical. I, I don't see 
I don't see how you know Dawkins makes it past Roundtree. Roundtree's mm-hmm. just gonna chop him down, bro. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's gonna be his last fight in the UFC. In the words of David, it's gonna be Coitons. It's Coitons. Coitons. Coitons for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think. All right, I'm going with the underdog here, Chris Dawkins. I think uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Roundtree wins, but the reason why I'm going Dawkins is because his last three fights, which he lost by knockout, were two guys that were significantly bigger and probably better than him, Rosenstrike, um, Lewis, and um, Curtis Blades. I think even though Dawkins' last two wins um, were against Shamil Abdurakimov and uh, Alexei Olenek, 40-year-olds, like, I think Dawkins is uh, – he might be in the best shape of his life given that he's dropping down to light heavyweight. I'm going to go Chris Dawkins by a, a boring decision. <laughs> boring decision. <laughs> Next up in the co-main event, Cub Swanson versus Hakeem Tobudu. Um, I don't know what the betting odds are, but this is going to be a very interesting fight. Um both fighters are, you know, hit or miss on their wins and losses. So, um, Cub Swanson, I mean, obviously, if he loses, he probably won't get the pink slip. He's a company man. and um, But I feel the Canadian Hakeem is probably going to win against uh, Cub Swanson. I don't know what the odds are. Um, but well, you know what? If, 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 Cub, if Cub Swanson comes in in – prepared and ready and, and in shape, he could knock out uh, Hakeem. Well, uh, Cub Swanson is coming in as a uh, plus 200 moderate underdog. Hakeem Dewadu is a minus 250 favorite. Um, you know, they both lost their, their last fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at Dewadu's record, it's just he doesn't finish, bro. He's yeah. not a finisher. Cub Swanson, that dude's a kill or be killed kind of yep. motherfucker, bro. The only way you're going to put this guy out is by making him leave on a stretcher. <laughs> I, I just I don't see how Akeem Dewadu makes it past this dude's fucking just, you know, his pace, man. Um, I think I think uh, Cub Swanson's going to outwork him. He's going to you know, make people regret betting against him again at 39 years old. Um, my money's on the dog, Cub Swanson, again. Look, I'm a fan of Cub, and I'm going to pick Cub Swanson, but I, I don't know. I just have this feeling. I think Hakeem's going to be able to pull this off. But Well, I mean, cool. 79% of the people on Tapology would agree with you, sir. Yeah. See? <laughs> I think. Mean, yeah, for me, I'm going to go Hakeem Dawadu by – decision i know cub swanson's very tough he's old you know but i've seen hakeem Dawadu do ufc 263 this was the adesanya vittori 2 pay-per-view Dawadu he lost two rounds to one against mofsar evloev and he was undefeated Dawadu rocked him a couple times in this third round after getting manhandled on the ground the first two rounds i think Dawadu is very tough even if he's not a finisher i could see a sleeper of a fight of the night and Dawadu by a decision so mm-hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, I think that's the only way he pulls this off is by decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he wins, it's going to be by decision. So, yeah, put some money on that bet. <laughs> Main event: Vicente Luke versus Rafael Dos Anjos. I don't know what the betting odds are, but 
I'm gonna go with Vicente winning, man. Yeah, the uh, the betting odds, Vicente Luke is even minus 120 favorite, slight favorite for Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. My money is on Dos Anjos. Seeing his last fight against Barbarina, and then the fight before that against Rafael Fizaya, that, that one was good, dude, as long as yeah. it lasted. And before that, he was on a on a tear, bro. Paul Felder, yeah, he was. Renato Moicano, Vicente Luke, he was on a tear, three went three in a row, and then he dropped one of Bilal Muhammad, and then one of Jeff Neal, and they just made him look kind of human at that point. Those last two losses, it kind of humbled him. He just doesn't yeah. look the yeah. same, man. After his win against uh, Michael Chiesa, I just he didn't look the same. Now Rafael Dos Anjos looks like a new and improved. You know, fighter at 38 fucking years old. Um, <laughs> this dude, I don't know, man. He just has a fire in his eyes, and I don't think Vicente Luke's gonna gonna snuff that fire out. I think Dos Anjos is gonna win this fight, and probably uh, another club and sub. <laughs> uh, okay, so I see why Luke is. Um a slight underdog or maybe even even because like he has looked human his last two fights, even the Kiesa fight, he almost got subbed. He hasn't used his fight IQ. With that being said, here's why I'm picking Luke. I think on the ground, they're going to neutralize each other's grappling. And I want to say striking like Luke's got dynamite in his hand still. So I'm going to go Vicente Luke. One funny quote from uh, Dos Anjos. He said the reason why he didn't fight for uh, the BMF belt is because the prerequisites have to be not owning a UFC title. So I think he was throwing a little shade at Justin and Dustin, but <laughs> everyone like, Hey, that quote, like I love Justin and Dustin, but like the Sanios like speaks a lot of truth. So yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the, me, the media was trying to, I don't know, trying to throw those Sanios shade by asking him such a stupid fucking question. Yeah. You know, and, he, and, it, and his retorts will let you know, yeah, I don't need that. I've had the belt before. You know, these guys, yeah. the bad motherfucker belt is for people who've never been champions. It's like, damn. Well, they're interim <laughs> champions. Uh, doesn't matter, bro. You You're not the true champ. champ. You're not the true I champ. I know, I know. <laughs> well, that's our picks for the night. Uh, it is going to be an early start time. Rudy, yeah, what are the good. start times for this event, man? Oh... <sighs> Interesting. Eastern, I think, um, is one of them. Yeah, so. the prelims start at 3 p.m. Central Time, so 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific. And yeah. the, the, the main card starts at uh, 6 p.m. Central. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's an early card. Um, make plans for Saturday night, because after the event, you can still go and have a good uh, dinner with the significant other or by yourself. Uh, <laughs> that was spot on, Rudy. <laughs> right on. Well, fellas, that is our show for tonight. Um, we, uh, as always, kill it every Thursday night. Arik, again, brother, thanks for jumping on. Anytime you want to jump on, man, you just let me know and I'll send you the link. And uh, we're, we're we're always happy to have some some uh, co-hosts, guest co-host on the show. 
so yeah, man, thank you again. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, I, I really had a lot of fun and uh, stay tuned. PFL eight, PFL nine, the playoffs, some content coming in soon. So thank you again. Yes. And I appreciate it guys. Thanks. Yes. Bro. Thank you. All right, guys, that's it for our show. Um, for uh, We really do appreciate everybody's support. Uh, thanks again for watching and or listening. Um, you can uh, watch our uh, our podcast on Facebook. You can go to YouTube. You can go to LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere that we can stream live on video. We are there. Also, for all your podcast uh, listening, we are going to... Um, be on there. I will have this uh, audio uploaded uh, tomorrow. So thanks again for all the support, uh, for all the greatest news around the world. Go to fightbookmma.com. Please show your support. Uh, Check out the content. It's always a a busy website. Everybody likes to uh, contribute there at the website and and get their articles uh, published. So really do appreciate that. Uh, Rudy, any last words? No, man, I'm just I'm debating if I want to put this video on after we close the show or not. <laughs> okay. So. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks again. Everybody, enjoy the fights. We will see you next Thursday night. Have a good one, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Sometime later. Hey, thanks for coming back to my place. And look, I got something for you.